and I welcome into the CHGO Bears podcast presented by DraftKings. Use that code CHGO. Join America's top rated sports book. What's going on, Bears fans? Adam Hogue, Mark Carmen with you after the weekend. Nicholas Moriano is on his way to Mobile, Alabama for the Senior Bowl. We've got big Senior Bowl plans for you this week. Big plans. Shows tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday at 6. But this show right now, I'm, I'm like jumping out of the seat uh, yeah. for yesterday's AFC Championship game in particular. But uh, Well, a couple things to plug before yes. you start. Did, yes. you, did you make any money on your DraftKings Sportsbook app yesterday? Um, Lose any money on your DraftKings Sportsbook app? I think it was basically, app? even when it was all said and done, did not get my, my Bengals AFC Championship ticket cashed. Regretted not hedging it. Actually, didn't really. I don't know. It's fine. I was sleeping on the Eagles. The Eagles were the easiest pick in the history of the NFC. They were the only good team in the NFC. I just didn't realize it, and I would like to apologize to myself. Eh, I have thoughts on that. Okay, let's we're, get there. We got a lot to talk about from let's, this game. Yeah, um, let's get the notes games. out there. But first, want to uh, first of all, please hit that like button right now. Appreciate everybody being here on a Monday, but slam that like button so we get more people in here. Appreciate all the support. Um, we do want to make sure you know the next three days, the show is going to be primetime-ish show. Six o'clock to account for our Senior Bowl coverage with Nick down there in Mobile. He's going to be joining us every day. I think Will DeWitt's going to be joining us as well. We're going to give you as much coverage as possible on the prospects down there in Alabama. I know Carm has studied every single prospect. Everyone. Everyone. That's there. Deep dives. He's ready to go. How much um, time until Tuesday at 6? All right. Yeah. No, but here, <laughs> this, is the, this is a good segue because we know that you haven't and I haven't, and uh, a lot of our viewers have not. So we are putting together a database for our diehards. Um, it's actually live right now. The link, you can find it at allchgo.com. And we have essentially big boards in the works for the NFL draft and free agency. So two separate databases, all the free agents you might want to look at, all the NFL draft prospects you might want to look at. And the first disclaimer is it's a work in progress. It's not done. Basically, this is our internal database here at CSGO where we're inputting all the information and, you know, putting in our thoughts and stuff. So it's going to be kind of an as-you-go type of deal. So there's a lot of information already in there, but we're going to keep adding to it over the coming, well, when free agency, it's only a month and a half away already. Which yeah. is crazy. Yeah, I mean, I had a fantastic Saturday afternoon at Panera adding in my own thoughts, and then I had a great Sunday night last night really going deep on some of the running backs. I'm halfway through of, of my uh, additions. I'm getting, I'm, I'm feeling a little Miles Sanders uh, excitement to drop a, okay. a little bit. Uh, we'll see. I don't okay. know if the Bears are going to spend on a running back, but uh, anyway, yes. Sounds like somebody we can talk about here in the next two weeks as the yeah. Eagles made, made the Super Bowl. Um, so that is available to all diehards, one of our many diehard perks that you have available to you. And, um, you know, we're going to be talking about all these guys on the show, but go be a diehard. Go join us, allchgo.com slash diehard. You get access to all of our extra draft and free agency content. I'm telling you, you're going to want to keep that open and handy as we go through the next couple months and talk about all these guys. And also, you get 20% off all merch, 
events, access to our happy hours, um, which we have a happy hour this week, not Bears related, but the first Cubs happy hour. Yes. So any of you Bears fans cross over to the Cubs side, want to join them on Wednesday night, they have their first diehard happy hour. So make sure you check that out as well. I'm super excited for the Cubs thing. I might have to just pop on in there. You definitely are going to. Yes, yes. Okay. Well, I'm fired up for the White Sox. I'm fired up for the Bulls. I'm fired up for. I'm fired up for uh, R.I.P. Bobby Hall, the Blackhawks. That's. Uh, I'm sure Jay will have thoughts about uh, that coming up later today. I'll leave those to him to handle. We got plenty to get to here uh, in a jam-packed hour-long show. We're gonna have Carrington Harrison. Apparently a real person. At uh, <laughs> he's my that's my guy. I, come on, everybody gets all weirded out by Carrington Harrison. They're Carrington Harrison. <laughs> he's he Carrington Harrison is a, is a great gentleman who I did radio with back in Kansas City in the day, and now we host the afternoon show on Six Dead Sports Radio, uh, taking the taking the, uh, the 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 mantle from from me and from me. Well, from from Nick. And me uh, and Parkins and him and now he's by himself and he knows the Chiefs very very well and he's entertaining as hell and you're gonna enjoy yourself some no, Carrington Harrison. I know I'm just messing around. Carrington, great Haas. name Carrington Harrison. He is a real person. He does a great job and we're gonna have him on to talk about the Chiefs a little, here in a little bit. Um, so should we start with the 49ers Eagles then? No. Okay. No one cares. I don't care. No one cares. Wow. Well, I mean, it was a terrible game. The Eagles are better. San Francisco got screwed because their quarterback got hurt, and they probably wouldn't have won the game even if Trey Lance was healthy. That's We actually can't start with that. That's my take. See, I don't agree with that. Josh Johnson was so god-awful. He was anemic. That I, I think, I honest to God think that Christian McCaffrey could have played quarterback No, he couldn't have. That entire time. He was so, he, he was so bad. They were just like, oh, there's a wide open uh, George Kittle he didn't throw to. Instead, he just threw the ball like at that guy's foot. I mean, credit to Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy made a – he really mattered. Yeah, and everybody said, by the way, oh, anybody could do that. No, anybody couldn't step in. They made a really good pick at Mr. Irrelevant. They did the, give the Niners credit for drafting Brock Purdy, who was undervalued and had 12,000 yards in college. Josh Johnson clearly couldn't do that. By the way, uh, I'd like to – say goodbye to the 18 uh, Twitter followers that I once had and now don't have after I tweeted out that they, would they have won that game with Colin Kaepernick. Very upset. Yeah, he, if he wanted to play, he would have played. He's 35 years old. People are texting me, Carm, it's 2023. It's not 2016. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got it. I didn't think it was that bad of a take. I don't think it's terrible either. Colin Kaepernick. Josh Johnson out there. Come on, man. Colin Kaepernick would have been better than Josh Johnson. It would have been better than Josh Johnson. People just want to be triggered by Colin Kaepernick. Who Um, who was that quarterback that was on the Bears at the end of the season, too? Tim Uh, Boyle? Tim Boyle. I bet the Kaepernick's better than Tim Boyle, too. Probably. Tim Boyle probably would have been better than Josh Johnson yesterday. That, too. I I, I just... I don't agree with you. Look, did the Eagles probably still win? Maybe, but I don't think it's it's, it's a given. They were in that game in the first half. The 49ers melted down at the right at the end of the second quarter. That's what killed them. Well, it, Kyle Shanahan had an absolutely atrocious day. Atrocious. N- number 1 when it's when it's a when it's fourth and 3 and Dante Smith is making a one-handed catch and he's getting up and he's going like this. Yeah. 
you don't need to see every single replay to figure out that this is worth a, a, a challenge and or bare minimum. Let's call timeout and see every replay. That's a bad job by, by Shanahan. It just is. Well, that's what I would say is you call timeout there. You don't automatically throw your challenge flag. Okay. Because you saw Andy Reid have a terrible challenge early in that game that he didn't need to challenge, and they were down – then they challenge the second one successfully, but it doesn't matter. Now you're out of challenges the rest of the game. That was a killer. So you don't want to just waste a challenge early on in the game. Um, That's fine. Call timeout. I, I, I think burning a timeout there. One thing I – and this will be the only thing I promise I defend the refs on the entire day. But there was like an outcry on Twitter. How did they not just automatically review that? Okay. People need to understand. the. They would have if it was a touchdown. It's called expedited review. Okay, which is different than automatic review. Turnovers and no, this, you're with that face. You're the first person that needs to listen to this. There's a huge difference. There's a huge difference. <laughs> let me li- let me listen to this and explain to you why tennis is better than football. But go ahead. Okay, well that's true. The review process is a thousand times better. Yeah, why can't? But that, the that's, NFL just diff- can't that's figure a that completely one different conversation. Five seconds done. Let me just explain the difference. Every touchdown is reviewed and every turnover is reviewed. That's the equivalent of college football where every play is open to review. And if there's any debate that can stop the game, and, and then they'll start a review process. The NFL's expedited review, which applies to any play, is only if the extra officials upstairs very obviously see a mistake made in the moment and can change it before the teams even line up. So one example was later in the Chiefs game when Mahomes' knee was clearly down when he flipped it and they gained like eight yards. And like the first replay you saw the second after it happened was like, oh, his knee was definitely down. And they call down in the official and they go, no, 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 he's down by contact. And the referee announces that. And you don't even need to challenge anything. That Devonta Smith catch was incomplete. It was not obvious. It was. It was obvious. They... There was like three plays later when they finally showed the angle where the ball hit the ground. It was it, not obvious it, right away. It, it, You're saying his reaction was obvious. obvious. Yes. Which is... Yes. That's not the same... You can't just have... A, that, that's not the same as the referees eat, seeing it from upstairs immediately. They can't go, oh, that player looks like he's hurrying up to the line of scrimmage. We should change the call on the field. That's not how it works. There, there's this thing that I'd like to throw out there to you. It's called common sense. It, it, it was a one-handed, incredibly difficult, absurd catch, and he got up and blatantly acted like he didn't catch it, that he wanted his team to run up to the line. It Which does not take to do on any close play. Right. Catch or no it, catch. It, it does, But it does not take a genius to figure out that, oh, his reaction – Maybe we should take a second here and do your expedited review. You can't do that, though. That's my point. The rule, Carm, that's not how it works. They're it not allowed to stop the game to review it. The team has to challenge it in that moment. Why? You're trying to make, because that's what the rules are. But, Don't but, yell but, at me. I'm not yelling at you. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm calmly pointing out to you that this is a playoff game. The winner of this game goes to the Super Bowl. You, the goal in these things, whatever are the rules are. So you want college football replay system in place. No, I want, I just, I think it's. You can't stop every play. When, it will take six hours. I think you're just angry because it was so obvious of a drop, and after the fact well, is yeah, why it's... It was, uh, well, hold on, hold on. 
Oh, wait, Kevin Wells producing it. Yeah, doing a great job. Yeah, what's going on, guys? Kevin Lawrence's voice did not just get incredibly (laughs) deeper. We we miss Law, and we we welcome Kevin. And and Colin Marquette, uh, Marquette in the trend, Karma's a clown for this take. I'm not sure what part. If you want the clown take, here's the clown take. Devonta Smith. First of all, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me yeah. warn you. Here comes the clown take. Uh, yeah. <laughs> first of all, first of all, uh, De- De- Devonta Smith. Uh, f- first of all, this. It's not. It's not rocket science. They have seven thousand cameras. It should take two seconds to get one queued up that shows, and we don't need to move it around seven thousand times. Normally, when you look at it, right there, boom, there it is. Ball hit the ground. We're, five seconds. We're on. It could. It could just. Be, it could be just as fast as a tennis review. Did it hit the line? Did it not hit the line? The crowd chants. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, it hit the line. Next. There, you know. On to the next point. It, it could be that simple, but the NFL just wants to make it harder. But here, you want the clown take? Here's the clown take. Devonta Smith knew he didn't catch that football. He absolutely 100% knew it. That's why he got up there and went like this. Let's go, guys. Let's go, guys. Because because I know I didn't catch it because we got to get up there really fast so we can snap the ball so we can get that catch before they overturn it. How's this? How about a piece of integrity? You didn't catch it. You 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 know you didn't drop you you know you dropped it. So maybe you actually, you know, had some level of, okay, guys, sorry, I dropped that. Let's play the game the right way and not try to try to steal something that we didn't earn because I dropped it. And, 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 and I almost like go to the official. I dropped it. I know, I know that's never going to happen. I know that's not the way it is. But literally, all we do is try to st- lie, cheat, steal, and get anything we possibly can in life. Patrick Mahomes in the Chiefs game. As you were saying beforehand, let me give proper credit because you said it. Dude, act like he got shot when he went to the when he went to the sidelines to get the to get an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. Le- LeBron James is freaking out in the in the Lakers game because he fi- finally got completely screwed in the Celtics because you flop every single time and people don't trust you for anything. You everybody tries to get whatever they can in life. How about we don't do that? And and, and by the way, what we also should do, Devonta Smith. Now, how about you? Now now we can have people who caught the ball and let's run up there and go like this. So then the other team will burn timeouts. It'll let's have a whole bit of confusion. So nobody will know what's going on on the field and we'll have to sit there and we'll all sit there at home for eight hours. As we watch reviews for all day long, that just sucks. You didn't catch it. You knew you didn't catch it. Go back to the huddle and, and live. How do you sleep with yourself at night? Oh, no problem because everybody does it. This is the society we live in. That's the clown take. But I stand by it. I hate it. I hate it. So just so so just in review, you you want them to to replay something they're literally not allowed to review i want common sense on replays this is what that's like come on and or preferably have the player who didn't catch the ball stand up and tell the referee i didn't yeah. catch it yeah yeah it was out on me in basketball yeah i didn't catch it act like oh, how about just you act like you didn't catch it so i hope Look everybody really right sad. now is is picturing that integrity <laughs> commercial do you guys remember that like psa oh. that they would air on tv where like it's like a high school basketball game and like the ball goes off you know, it's a close, we didn't know which hand it went off of, and the referee calls it this way, and the kid comes out, they're like preparing for the game-winning shot, the kid walks over and he goes, coach, coach, the ball went off on me. <laughs> it should be their ball. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And kid. all the kids are like, come on, man, it's it's the championship or whatever they're, they're saying. And it's like, coach, it went off on me. <laughs> and he goes over and tells the ref, and they change the call. 
That's like what I want. The cheesiest, re- most ridiculous thing ever. I, 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 I got, I got it. I got it. I, I, I got it. That yes, it's cheesy and that won't happen. But you know, I'll, I, this, when, whenever this conversation comes up, I reference, I reference to Cal High School basketball. You know what happened in that one, Hogue? You know you're no, and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> this. That was the greatest story ever. The kid, the, this, and it's a little sad, but the kid's mom passed away. He wasn't supposed to come to the game. So then he comes to the, he decides later in the day that he wants to play. He's not in the score sheet. So it was a technical foul because, this, because the kid couldn't play because he was on the score sheet. You know what the other team did? They missed both free throws. That's what they did. They weren't going to take the points. Because, even That's though they a could. completely different no, thing it, it, than Devonta <laughs> Smith, the ball barely grazing against the ground and moving for a second on a, it, by the way, it was, it was an incredible catch it, it right it was and then he dropped it oh my god and, and that's another that's another thing you too. comparing that to john little johnny's mom dying and not being in the scorebook the next day hit is, the like button oh my goodness i'll just say you got about 15 extra likes after that rant and also a down vote from somebody so you don't need I, the down votes i will take listen spare us the down votes you just give me the like for Dealing with this guy every day. Will, will, will you at least acknowledge Justin Frost $2 super chat? Someone stop him, please. I'm trying. Would you at least. He l- won't stop. Will you at least. Maybe Carrington Harrison can stop him. Will you at least acknowledge that trying to trick referees into getting calls that you don't deserve as far as like. He's not he, tricking them. They called he, it a catch. Adam. Why did he get up and, and put his two fists? Because in? he's coached too. Good job by the Eagles for having that system in place, which the Bears actually improved after four stupid years of not being able to rush to the line of scrimmage on a close play. This year, like week one or two or whatever that was, Cole Komet had a close ball, which, by the way, I think he caught anyway. And then they, but it was close, so he's like, "Let's go, let's go, let's go." And they, and I think they burned. A, what happened? Someone remind me. They burned a timeout. Or they, they forced the other team to burn a timeout or they burned a challenge on that when it was actually a catch. It was a great job by the Bears. Good coaching. Good coaching by the Eagles, Nick Sirianni, Jalen Hurts, I mean, Devonta look, Smith, everybody involved. If, if you Listen, if you want to go down the road of there are so many mistakes made in an NFL football game by the officials that we have to – Give ourselves some level of of edge. That Chiefs Bengals game, we they would still be going if every single it, player it, on the field was like, "Nah, actually, that wasn't pass interference." It, it was it was so unbelievably embarrassing and enraging. You're gonna call intentional grounding on Burrow when the running back's right there and the game's on the line and just. But that's what you're asking. You're asking the other team to be like, "Actually, that's not intentional grounding. We should fix that." Well, in that. No, that's a little bit different. In that case, I'm asking the official to get out of the damn way. You are there to not be seen, barely be heard, and to somehow just have the football game be the football game. This, 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 like, how many times do I have to see the official on my screen? The the the, the flag coming in, hitting the, hit, the the laundry, hitting the turf three seconds after the play's over, and and the Mahomes play. With what's his name? I don't. I feel ter- I, Joseph Asai. Uh, Joseph Asai. Okay. Well, let's, pl- let, let, we'll let, do that later. Yeah, let's. Is, is Carrington Harrison warming up in the bullpen? I, I don't. I don't think we've heard from him <laughs> yet. But we do have to take a break and keep the show somewhat organized. <laughs>
I'm I am so angry. I, of all the things to be heated about, I was not expecting it to be. Devonta Smith should have told the ref that he didn't catch the ball. Yeah, they lost by like how about not act three like scores. You, uh, how, 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 See, like how, I agree. with Patrick Mahomes. That might have been the greatest flop of all time. It, it, he acted like he actually Ugh. got shot, and but I'm not mad at him for doing it. They're going to the Super Bowl. He's coached to do that. Did they? Did they deserve to to, to kick a 40 yard field goal? Yes, it was not. It was definitely a. Late, they're going to call that ten out of ten times unless Justin Fields is involved. I mean, then they won't the, call the, it. The, the only so, although every nine out of ten times. Right. But if Justin Fields is involved, they wouldn't have called it. But every other time, that was definitely a late hit. Uh, it was uh, a stupid okay. late hit. Okay. You shouldn't have done it. Mahomes didn't need the flop like he did, but he sold it. Clearly, I just live in a different world of how I want things to be. But we'll, we'll do it after you. you I, I, I have an analogy that I think you will maybe perhaps agree with. You think so? Although I doubt it, actually. I don't think you're going <laughs> to agree at all. But I'm going to try. Um, all right. I got my Goose Island shirt on today, ready to go. We love you, Goose. Goose. Had some Goose over the weekend. You know, you know, you should you should go to the actual Goose uh, and and sit down in, in in the West Loop and or on North and Claiborne. But I do like that in my South Loop location at Good Old Flow and Santos. Throw throw a shout out to them. Three dollar three one two is every single day, every day, every baby. day, every day in the city. In the city, three bucks. That's impressive. Just go in there, sit down, have a Goose, have a chicken sandwich. Well, Goose Island has been Chicago's beer since 1988. They are a proud supporter of CHGO. Um, their beer roster right now is ridiculous. Got the Blackhawks Pale Ale, which is a limited release. Um, the Hawks and Goose Island have been neighbors for 25-plus years, so it's a great collaboration. Same with the Bulls, Bull City 312. You're going to want to ch- check that one out. Urban County Stout. They got so many good options. I mentioned the No Plans Pale Ale. That's my uh, my go-to right now that I'm loving. And um, we're going to be partnering with Goose on a bunch of events. So we're, we're really happy to have them on board. Make sure you're drinking Goose Island on the weekend as you're watching football. And you should know that Goose Island's two local locations are open and ready to welcome you. Grab a beer right from their innovation tanks at the Goose Island Tap Room at 1800 West Fulton. Or get a smash burger and a fresh beer of the week at the original Clybourne Brewhouse at 1800 North Clybourne. For reservations and pickup, go to gooseisland.com slash locations, Goose Island Beer Company. It's also awesome to drink a goose while you're playing with your Chi-Town Custom Cornhole, the number one cornhole provider for Chicagoland and Illinois since all the way back to 2007. The signature box-style design can be digitally printed, covered in vinyl, and painted uh, listen, when, when, when Carrington Harrison goes to the Super Bowl or is hanging out in his backyard, he wants to have those cornhole bo- boards that are have the built-in drink holder, the recessed in on the back, the LEDs that light up the hole, the exterior handles, easy carrying, veteran-owned and operated. They can ship it anywhere. That's right, right down to Kansas City where they're going to have the Super Bowl. Uh, for those who are not going to the Super Bowl in Arizona, what I'm saying doesn't make any sense right now, but you get the point. Uh, wedding gifts, tailgaters, Social events, backyard barbecues, check it out. ChitownCustomCornhole.com. You can also follow them on Instagram if you want to check it out. Chitown Custom Custom Cornhole Boards. All right. You ready? Yeah. For Carrington, my guy. Carrington Harrison. You follow him on Twitter at C.Harrison. And uh, he hosts Afternoon Drive on 610 Sports Radio in Kansas City, part of the absolutely despicable trio, uh, what do you call this, radio tree of Nick Wright, Danny Parkins, Mark Carmen. 
Bob Fesco. Let's throw him in there, too. See that? Good to see you, my friend. I appreciate you guys for having me. Hold on. I just want to clarify one thing. Were you guys complaining about the final penalty of the game where yeah. Patrick Mahomes is seven seven yards out of bounds and gets pushed down? That, that's been a penalty for 25 years in the NFL. Yeah. Carrington, you're going to have to help me out here on a couple things because, yeah. one, um, I 100% agree it's a penalty. I also think 100% Patrick Mahomes flopped as he's – coach to do so good for him Carm here is having an integrity problem where he 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 not only doesn't want Mahomes to flop he he wanted Devonta Smith in the first game to go up to the referee and tell him he didn't catch the ball it's it's one of the most ridiculous I can't even this is how I'm starting my Monday here it's, it's ridiculous see that see that we it was a great football game yesterday right game should have gone out it was. It was a phenomenal football game. I mean, the, the, fir the first half of our day was terrible. Nobody wanted to watch that. Everybody was done in the, it, by mid-second quarter. Chiefs and, 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 and Joe Burrow was, was awesome. Wouldn't it have been sweet to see overtime rather than have the referee come in there and throw a flag on something after the play is over and had no impact of anything that was going on in the field? This is what? what's confusing to me is people like Carm want the officials to be correct and make the correct calls. Now we want them to turn a blind eye to obvious penalties. We're not talking about the Patrick Mahomes is a 50-50. He's clearly out of bounds and he pushes them. The league has been consistent about one thing, protecting quarterbacks. No defensive player can say that they don't know. We're not talking about a controversial roughing the passer here. If you want to complain about some of the other penalties in the game, I'm here to listen to the complaints. The final penalty of the game where Mahomes is at the bench. He's on the bench, and the guy pushes him down. What are we debating here? That's a penalty. We all know that. A thousand percent agree. Now, speaking of turning a blind eye to penalties, which one of the three holds the Chiefs committed on that play was your favorite? Okay, we're not going to do – let's come on now, guys. <laughs> you guys brought me on here for this foolishness. Carm asked me to do this. He knows I'm a very busy guy, and you got me on here defending NFL officiating. We know the officiating in the league is terrible. Hold on here, because I'm not going to let Adam do this. Cincinnati had the ball two times at the end of the game. Burrow threw an interception and then punted. I don't want to hear any complaining about the officials. You know, back in my day, back in Carm's day, people just used to lose. Now we get on social media and we complain about the officials and we bitch about the ref. <laughs> Be better. Cincinnati has been complaining for two weeks. Oh, the league is out to get us. The league's not fair. Oh, they were going to have a neutral site game. They've been complaining for three weeks, bro. I don't want to hear it. She wasn't good enough. Enjoy Cancun. Enjoy Cabo. Enjoy Bora Bora. I don't know where Joe Burrow was planning on going. But I'm not coming on here to hear any complaint about the officials. They lost. Or, or, let, me, let me complain about something else then. When did oh, Kansas, my goodness. When, hey, listen, I, I lived in Kansas City from 2009 to 2011. I, I, I tried to get back after, ever since after you guys kicked me out the door. So I love KC. Give, give me some gates. I kick you out the door, Karn. Look, I love you, Karn. They I, 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 know, you I know you do, see that. I love you back. But, but, but uh, give me some gates. Give me Arthur Bryant's. Give me, give me whoever you want to name. Jack Stack for the high-priced barbecue. I, I'm in. I love KC. Tremendous sports town. Chiefs fans, you're awesome. S same thing with Ro even, even Royals fans. I love you too. However, something has happened since the Chiefs got good and Patrick Mahomes has been in five straight AFC championship games at home and you guys have become the most annoying fan base in the 
the entire NFL and can't take any like nuanced conversation about anything. When did this happen, C Dot? You're in the middle of it every single day because you guys are straight annoying right now, and like nobody's rooting for Kansas City except for the people in Kansas City, and that's not how it used to be. You were kind of a you were a cute city beforehand with with some great sports teams, and now you're like the Patriots. I, I don't I don't I don't like it. Carm, give me a fan base of a team that wins a lot that we all love. You guys love Duke fans? They're just, they're just a lot of fun to be around. Have oh, you, you ever met Kentucky me. fans? Like, have you ever met Kentucky fans? Carm, you want to know how many Jordan Bulls stories you've told me? You've told me Jordan <laughs> stories from 87. You watched him play the Sacramento Kings, and you realized he was the – sports fans are annoying, period. They're just annoying people. We all know this about sports fans. So it's not a Kansas City thing. It's not a Cincy thing. It's a Chicago thing. It's a people that like sports thing. They're annoying individuals. But you can be annoying when your team is the best. And the Chiefs have been the best team in the AFC now for a half decade. A half decade. And the Bengals, if you want me to really act my, let me really put my Kansas City cape on. Cincinnati went to one Super Bowl and lost, and they have been acting like the 08 Boston Celtics for three months. You didn't win the Super Bowl last year. You got Eli Apple talking. You got Mike Hilton talking. You lost in the Super Bowl. You have no hardware. You have no nothing to showcase anybody. Why are you calling it Burrowhead? You won there one time. Cincinnati deserved everything that happened yesterday. Let me go ahead and say that right here on your show. <laughs> they deserve everything that happened to them yesterday. What, what did you do on uh, the Cincinnati mayor on your show? Because that dude straight out. He's a clown in a cornball. He's a clown. It's one thing. You know, if you're a mayor, this is what I advise every mayor to do. Just do the normal food bet. You know, in Chicago, yeah. you offer some deep dish. Yep. You then trade barbecue with the other city. He's making Maury Povich jokes about the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs. He's making paternity jokes. He's a clown. That's what he is. Confirmed clown. Now, I 100% I, I agree with you. Against what Karm just said, every team that becomes good becomes the enemy. They go from they go from the underdog love the lovable underdog to the hated enemy. That happens with right. every great team that exists for four to five years. I'm no just, question. Here, okay, here's on. what I did find pretty hilarious though when that game was over yesterday: the amount of Chiefs players that were playing the no respect card. I, you're the Chiefs. <laughs> Everyone's giving you respect from week one. Everyone expects you to be there in the Super Bowl. Nobody's disrespecting you. Now, maybe the Burrowhead thing got a little too ridiculous. I agree with that. But I, And good for the Chiefs if it helped them win the game. If they managed to find like the tiniest little thing to poke at them, to give them some edge and chip on their shoulder, good for them. I just found it hilarious. It, it reminded me of Georgia... Uh, Kirby Smart was like, nobody expected us to be here. I'm like, what are you talking about? Everyone thought Georgia was going to win every single game this season. What, you, you're the favorites. I mean, sports fans are annoying. That's like, we can just like make like the Ten Commandments here. Sports fans are annoying, and both teams crave to be the underdog. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. one wants to go into the game saying, hey, you know what? We should win this game pretty comfortably. We're just better than the other team. You're right. Georgia did that exact same thing. Carm, you remember this. I'll never forget Kansas was playing Duke in the Elite Eight, and Kansas was saying how nobody expected them to get here. You were the two seed. What are you talking about? That was one of the most ridiculous things I'd ever heard. You remember New England. New England was Julian Edelman was doing the exact same thing late in his career. Every team craves to be the underdog. Every team Every team creates imaginary haters. That's basically what it is. They create imaginary haters and doubters 
don't believe them. So, no, I'm, Adam, you and I are on the same page here. Well, and, okay, so Craving being the underdog, you're a two-point underdog right now. That line's moving all over the place. It started as a pick em. I think I think most people probably believe the Eagles are the best team in football right now, albeit the Chiefs are going to have the best player on the field. What What's your thought on the Super Bowl, C-Dot? Are, you, are, are the Chiefs underdogs? Are they plucky underdogs? Did you watch Patrick Mahomes play in the AFC Championship game? Would you bet against him? Like, right right now, if you no. have money, you just yes. saw him play yes. in the AFC Championship game. Well, I, I, I think I'm picking, I think I'm picking the Eagles, Prepare right? to lose your coin then, Carm. Prepare to lose. I don't know how you can. Carm, you cheer for Michael Jordan. You know not to doubt Michael Jordan. Well, the Chiefs have Michael Jordan on their team. No, they don't. No, they don't. That's, 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 what, what, what's Jordan's record in the finals? I Six think it was. And yeah, what's, what's Mahomes' record in the Super Bowl? One and one. Okay. Seem to be two and one. There we go. I, I, we already got to one. one. <laughs> Jordan, had, Jordan got that goose egg. Like, enough with the Patrick Mahomes talk on, on the TV, too. Enough with the, Mahomes, the, the flu game they're comparing yesterday. No, 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 no. The flu game happened in, in, in championship run number five. We're still looking for number hey, two. Hey, quick shout-out to Drugs, though. I mean, great job by <laughs> Drugs yesterday. I mean, they did a great job. I think they definitely get a game ball. Drug, hundred <laughs> percent. Great, great drug. I mean, I've never seen a high ankle sprain miraculously get better in four days. Did but you? That was that was amazing. Did you think they made a mistake leaving him on the field against the Jaguars because they were just going to win that game with Chad Henney? It's the playoffs, you know. Like your normal inclination is to play in those situations. Now, I will say this: Let's say that it was a regular season game. I don't think Mahomes comes back in the second half of the game. Like he comes out of the game, and they probably say we can win this game, and we're not going to. We're not going to chance it in a week 13 game, but no, you, if you're healthy enough and you think you can play, you go out there and they won that game. They won another game. And you know what? They need to win one more so they can be Super Bowl champions and prove Carm wrong. <laughs> See, that we'll let you go here. I do have one legitimate football question though um, with the chiefs. I'm curious, like what's this offensive dynamic working right now? It seems like, Almost Eric Bieniemy, they're okay with him leaving, or he's finally okay with him because like, they're, they're talking about him interviewing for other OC jobs. What's Matt Nagy's role in all this? Oh, like, is he is. is he actually? Um, I don't. I honestly don't know. Are they giving him no, credit was, for what was, he's done with Patrick honestly, Mahomes? I was laughing at Carm here. I mean, we could do another thirty minutes on how ridiculous the Eric Bieniemy conversation is. Okay, I will just say this. I've heard probably 15 different reasons why Eric Bieniemy isn't a, a head coach. And one thing is, well, he must not interview well. Well, he must be interviewing well enough to be somebody's offensive coordinator because I imagine it's the same people conducting the interview that now <laughs> he is the hottest <laughs> offensive coordinator candidate we have ever seen before. Seven teams wanted to be their offensive coordinator. I think at this point, if Bieniemy wants to be a head coach in the league, it is clear he will not do so being the Kansas City offensive coordinator. Like, Agreed. we all see what Jeff Saturday and the Indianapolis Colts are doing. Jim Irsay is going to interview everybody. Black, white. I heard he interviewed Carm two weeks ago. I saw Jeremy <laughs> Fowler report that from ESPN. And then they're going to hire Jeff Saturday. And Jim Irsay is going to say, we went through an extensive process. And we think that Jeff Saturday is the best candidate. I don't know how you come to that conclusion, but I don't own an NFL team. But... <laughs> I think that's the only job that realistically would even consider hiring Eric Bieniemy at this point. He's interviewed for 17 different head coaching jobs, and none of them have hired him. So I think he's going to need to go to somewhere else. Let's say you do two years with Tennessee. You kind of revitalize that offense, and then you get a head coaching job potentially. But 
this path that he's currently on, it's not going to get him there. Think about this. He's not even the hot minority candidate anymore. We just saw D'Amico Ryans get the Houston Texans job. He kind of moved up the list. And if D'Amico Ryans hadn't got a job, it would have been the same conversations people were having about Eric Bieniemy a couple of years ago. So I don't know. Again, we could do we could do hours on what I think is happening with Eric Bieniemy, but I think I think next year Eric Bieniemy is the offensive coordinator for another team. I agree with you. Does Nagy become the OC again then? Yeah, he does. And then in two years, he'll be the it hot. That's what I don't get. Doug Peterson got a head coaching job. Nagy got a head coaching job. We think Nagy will get another head coaching job. Eric bieniemy has got to go be the Titans offensive coordinator to prove to the league that he can call plays. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Doesn't seem right. Hit, hit the like button if you enjoy the Carrington Harrison experience today because it's always amazing. And uh, you can hear C Dot on 610 Sports Radio also. You're doing CBS Sports Radio too, right, C Dot? You're still doing yep. the national hits? We're going to see you in Phoenix next week? We got to find I really want to go to Phoenix. I don't got that Carm money. You know what Ooh. I mean? Carm, look at this. Look at you guys' backdrop. Look at you guys' palatial studio. I don't have that. Look at me. I'm just in a closet right now. I don't have, <laughs> I don't have the get up that you guys have. You got to be careful though. That like that in that window back there is actually like some dude's house, and sometimes you're just walking around on the roof, yeah. and it gets kind of awkward. But yeah, yeah. it's yeah. not bad. Hey, well, we'll speak to the people at uh, Odyssey Intercom C because I I really think they should be sending all of six ten. Come on, I mean I know you guys are just gonna go every year, so it's no big deal to go this year because you know Chiefs are just gonna be doing this for I don't know decade plus. So yeah, we'll just sit out a year. Why not? Let me ask you a question. What's more likely, Patrick Holmes goes to another Super Bowl or the Bears have the number one overall pick next year? Like, Ooh, which which wow. more likely? That the Bears would have the number one overall pick again next year? Or the Chiefs go back to the Super Bowl? Next year. Yeah. The Chiefs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> did, you see, did you see how he just dunked on us on the way out? Is he wrong? <laughs> He's not wrong. He should. If we have the number one pick Adam, again next year. you know year, what I good. wanted? I Adam, you know what? I really want I really wanted to see Carm's face when he realized that I was right. Like you you didn't see yeah. the just disappointment on his face <laughs> when he realized, damn, Carrington's right. It's much more likely they go back than we have a good football yeah, team. But next but, year. but for for the record, this this whole conversation, I, I, I had the look on my face because I knew you were right and I and I leaned into the pain of you being right, which is exactly okay. what I'm looking for to see people on the field do, like Devontae Smith. Oh, when you, stop it when with you this. know you didn't catch it, you know, you don't act like you uh, did. C dot on behalf of Chicago, uh, you're welcome for Patrick Mahomes and uh, keep enjoying it, my friend. I just want to make one more point before I get out of here. I want you to Google, Adam, do you remember that one sportsmanship commercial with that one kid that... Yeah, we were just he, like, talking about it. Ball? Yeah, yes. that's that's Carm. Car that Carm was Carm. Yeah, I just realized it. This, it's him. Yeah. I, I don't know this commercial, and I can't wait to watch it after the show and lean into that guy. Maybe we no, can get him on the pro. No, you put it up on the screen. Go we on can YouTube play it. right now. I'm and a, I want you to watch it, and I want your real reaction to this is what you wanted to happen in an NFC championship game. It is Carm. I've heard some doozy takes from you. I've heard some <laughs> downright scorchers. This might be the worst one I've ever heard, and that's saying a lot. It's saying a lot. Carm, I love you. Adam, I appreciate you. Thanks for having me on today, man. All right, man. We appreciate Thank, it. We'll thanks. talk soon. Thanks, Carrington. There he is, Carrington Harrison <laughs> at C. Harrison on uh, on Twitter. I'm trying to find this to see if we I can think get we this have it. Is, it. is it that? 
Um, or is it not that? I think it is. Is it this one? I Sportsmanship think it is. basketball. All right. Our viewers can't see it yet, but. Um, let me let me go ahead and get it popped sure up real like quick. A, it's a, it's, that's got to be the right one. So we'll stall here for a second. Let's we'll see if we can get that up. Um, <sighs> Kevin, just let us know if it's ready. It, it, this is. You're actually going to really laugh at this. All right. Here we go. I'm going to go ahead is and click Is this happening? Away. Yep. We're doing it. All right. It's going to be muted, though, during the show. We're still. We still got the black circle up there on the screen too. Like what? We we it's all right. We can pause for a second. We, and, we, um, we we can communicate. I look. No, we can't. We okay. No, maybe <laughs> we can't. I I enjoyed that C dot hit right there. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we get? Can people? I can I just quickly though give Kyle yeah. Shanahan a shout out? Sure. For what? I know yesterday went bad, and I agree with you that he didn't have his best game. And I definitely don't. I think he got a little too aggressive at the end of the second quarter when they pro- they knew they were getting the ball at the third. They should have just right what at that you, point. You got to realize, you, yo, we got to shorten this game. That's right, our only chance right. to win is shortening game. You have the worst quarterback of all time. Why are you letting him throw the football? The dude's in the NFC Championship game with literally his fifth option at quarterback. That's fair it, too. It, he's still the coach of the year. It was is an unbelievable job by Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers. And and shout out. Do you know who their quarterbacks coach is? I do not. Brian Greasy. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, he's got to get some credit, too, for the the amount of quarterbacks that they they cycle through. I mean, Bears are everywhere. Matt Nagy doing what he's doing in Kansas City. Dave Taub doing what he's doing in Kansas City. Matt Nagy was on TV, like, a full hour of that game last night. Every time they showed Mahomes, Matt Nagy. They're really going to let him be the offensive coordinator? It's Andy Reid's show. I get it. I did find it interesting, though, that, like, Nagy got it. I don't know if he actually interviewed or just was requested to interview with the Titans for the OC job. Just a, that would have been a weird He's not getting that job. No, he's Here's the weird thing. Well, I did see that. I would I, this is going to sound hot takey, but I really believe it. I would I would rather hire Matt Nagy as head coach. Yeah. In a more of a Matt Eberflus role where he takes his hands yes. off the offense. Then I would rat then I would make him my offensive play caller as an OC on a different team. Does that make sense? Yes. Because I actually think that there were parts of his head head coaching where he was he was an he was a good head coach. There, if he it had, was all the offensive stuff that was the problem. He could have been a good head coach if he had just gotten out of his own way. When they made the playoffs in his third year, and yes, that was a disgusting, worthless Lost to the Saints, Jimmy Graham walking out of the end zone with the one touchdown. It was so unbelievably just nauseating even being in the playoffs. But that year, he gave up play calling. He got out of his own way. He just became the cheerleader. The Bears turned their season around. Trubisky played well down the stretch. They got into the playoffs. If he had just figured out, this is my role, to be a rah-rah guy, he, he would have been more successful. That's he why did. I was a little – first of all, I totally understand why he went back to Kansas City and paired himself with Mahomes. Like, for, in terms of, like, a career move, no-brainer. But I – You think he had other options? But that's the other thing. I don't know that he Trinity had College options. was... Well, he also didn't need to have options. Like, he could have just taken a year off and been just fine. Vic Fangio just did that, and he just got paid the highest coordinator gig in the entire NFL. To, to go to the Dolphins, yeah. and if, if anybody missed it. And by the way, he's but also... But I, I guess my point is, yeah. I think Nagy could help himself by actually going to a different organization and... Proving something. Learning more systems and ideas, like... 
That's an excellent point. You know what I mean? Like, I totally understand why he did what he did, and good for him. He's in the Super Bowl. Might get a Super Bowl ring one game away from it. So I don't certainly understand it. But I do think that he could benefit from being in a different... He's been with Andy Reid the entire time. Yeah. And then he tried to bring that system to Chicago. Didn't work. Now he's going right back to it. Yep. So, yeah, no, that makes that that absolutely makes sense. Is this thing ready? All right, let's fire away. See if we can do it. I touched the ball before it went out, coach. Come on, Alex. The ref did not call that. You gotta be kidding me, Alex. It's the championship game. Talk to him, coach. I touched it. It's their ball. Don't foul them when they inbound. Team on three. One, two, three. How's it going, Alex? Sorry, coach. Alex. Alex. Good call. Sportsmanship. Pass it on. Ref. <laughs> You, th- you think I'm not gonna like that? I- I'm I'm about to cry. I love that guy. I My middle name it. is Alex. I am totally in. You touched it. You told your coach. The coach backed him. That's exactly what I'm looking for. Come on, Devonte Smith, coach, Nick, Nick Sirianni. Hey, 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 Jalen. I'm sorry, dog. I let you down. I didn't catch it. Let's go defense. We could we could stop these Niners. We're still going to win the game. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm Team Alex. Why did the defensive back, though, that was on him not make any moves? I went back and watched the video, and he didn't throw his hands in the air or anything, so it looked like he, he thought he caught him. it, too. Right, he, right. he didn't see. I'm at, but here's the thing. The, the, these good teams are so coached up on hurry, hurry, hurry. I'm not entirely sure Devonta Smith knew he didn't catch it. It wasn't that well, obvious. He, it hit the ground and oh, bounced back into the breadbasket on his, and he turned over with the ball on his chest. Are you kidding? He got up and said, "Run!" You think it's just oh, it's just great coaching? You think? He, come yes, on. Yes, Cole Komet did this this year on a ball he caught that he literally caught. Which is also the problem, by the way, too, because this is why we're gonna. Have, why is that a problem? To go hurry up and force the other team to burn a timeout? That's great football. But because we're going, it has nothing to do with sportsmanship or integrity. It's just great football. Everybody is going to try to sell everything, and we're gonna watch games for eight hours. And I'm gonna have to stay off Twitter and not listen to what anyone says because we, we it's just the experience is gonna become that much more exhausting. Greg Braggs is gonna be sitting there tweeting out seven thousand things because. Dudes are actually Braggs will just be all in for it. I got it. He's trying to sell it. What do you mean? It's football. Uh, I don't. I still don't understand. What, you, you, your, your scenario is uh, actually adding more to the game. Oh, uh, I, I I just don't understand why we got to this point in time. I do. I maybe I do understand it, but we've gotten to a point in time right. where you just you can just get whatever you possibly can. Period. End of story. And that's if you ain't winning, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. All that stuff. And and that's just that's that is not the best of who we can be. Team Alex. I'm with him. I want to meet that kid, even though he's a paid actor. <sighs> no, that was really Alex. 
Um, <laughs> Kevin, can you read the super chat? I, the types. Too, yeah, he a big it. message from the Duke. Twenty dollars super chat. I love you guys, but horrible takes today. Oh, the no. Bears barely got the first overall pick this year. They were close in a majority of their losses, and Nagy's teams were horrific in terms of discipline. It wasn't just the offense. Duke's all over the place with that nineteen ninety nine er. That's one yeah. of the largest super chats I've seen. Thanks, Duke. But the, the, the Duke you're, comes you're not, through regularly. You, you need to be watching the Duke more. That's like that's <laughs> that's like a dime to the Duke. Nineteen ninety nine of the Duke is 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 is. I mean, straight pocket change. We love you. Uh, I think it's a fair point though, and it actually speaks to what I was talking about earlier. Actually, this exact thing where the Bears were not good at hurrying to the line when there's a debatable call, they would take too long making decisions. So, I, I I do think that there's, but I I think those are things that he can correct in a second stint if he does get that opportunity. This is not a Matt Nagy podcast, but it's a fair point by the Duke. Um, good call also by Daniel Cho and the bring on Wooten to uh, slam Kyle Shanahan. That was a lot, way long ago that Corey Wooten started to go in on, uh, on Shanahan. Oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. He killed him. Week one. Kyle yeah. Shanahan was all over him. Uh, hopefully we're going to run into Wooten at uh, a Super Bowl next week. So, yeah. uh, Speaking of that, the stage is set. We're counting down to the battle in Arizona. There's no better way to get uh, ready for the NFL action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57. New customers can bet just $5 to get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can take a shot at an even bigger payout with DraftKings stepped up, same game parlays, boost your Super Bowl 57 winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. They also have additional specials that pop up like every day, like yesterday. One yesterday, they boosted a Christian McCaffrey anytime touchdown to like plus one twenty five. It's like free money, bam! Uh, the only bright spot of the 49ers game was that great Christian McCaffrey run. Does anybody look cooler on the football field than Christian McCaffrey? No, you don't. I don't know. I think he just Joe looked. Burrow looks pretty freaking cool. Joe Burrow looks like he's kind of like asleep and he's just sitting there and he's got his. His ski hat on, and he's just like all cold. And then he comes out there, and he's just Joe Burrow. God, like I couldn't believe. He, I thought he was going to win the football game yesterday. I really did. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code CHGO. New customers can bet five dollars on Super Bowl Fifty Seven and get two hundred in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes. For details, we also have to give out our DraftKings King of the Game. Got to give it to Patrick Mahomes, right? You do. You I mean, do. King of the Game, King of the World, King of DraftKings. He's incredible. Some of those throws he made on one foot, moving around, gutting it out. Which who who did he hit on the bullet uh, in the end zone? Who was running wide open, but uh, but he put which one. The one the towards low, the end, the MVS. Yeah, Marv, that, that, was, that, was, that, was that was the MVS. Yeah. That was that was. A, but even though that ball he threw up to Kelsey like earlier in the game, that was on fourth down too, wasn't just, it? Yes, he had the flat open. He, it was <laughs> fourth down. The first down's right there, flat, easy first down. Move the chains. He's like, Nah, I'm just gonna throw this great pass to Travis Kelsey instead for the touchdown. He's so good. I, I don't. He's the so Travis good. Kelsey thing is weird to me. Will some and I'm not saying he's not great. Clearly he is, and I would kill if he was on the Bears. I'd even even have to say goodbye to Cole Commander. Maybe they could play together. Whatever. No one covers the dude. Cover well, because he gets open. 
but there he's being covered by a defensive back that's half his size and like he just makes like one little move and he's just standing there wide open. How is that possible? Because he's bigger. He, there's no one on the field that can cover him. That's why he's so good. Late in the game, they finally made an adjustment when everybody got hurt. And they were like, okay, fine. Now we're going to cover him. I don't know. Why don't you do that beforehand? He throws to him every single play. you you got to take Kelsey away from the Chiefs. They don't seem to do it. Yeah, I'm just saying. With it, uh, We had a, another Super Chat from Duke. Yeah, from Duke. 50 bucks in Super Chats from Duke today. This one was just Braggs forever. Hashtag Team Braggs. Hashtag Brick Juice. Put it in bold. Bragg's backing him up here. Bragg's let's go, let's Duke. Let's go, Duke. I'll be putting Carmen check tonight on After Dark. Tune in. We, uh, Bragg's, good luck. We, we're going double tonight. I can't wait to yell at Bragg's and, and, um, and, and also just listen to his genius. Uh, hey, Chicago, Foco, let's, let's do this, Foco. Best coverage for your favorite sports teams right here at CHGO. You want the best gear? Foco has got you covered from Soldier Field all the way to Devontae Smith. Uh, North, south side hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. Perfect gift for the football fan in your life. Foco has it for you. Check out foco.com or click the link in the description below. All non-presale items, use that promo code CHGO and you're going to get yourself 10% off Foco. Good job with the likes today, by the way. Up to one forty-two. We can keep it going more. Let's get let's let one fifty's right there for you. Can we do the Eagles comparison, or do you have something else you want to no, get? No, no, to? no. That's good. Um, I mean, I think it, it is definitely interesting that the Bears hired their general manager from Kansas City. Mm-hmm. They hired their assistant general manager from Philadelphia, and these are the two teams that are in. Super Bowl. Now, we've seen the Bears already try to do the Kansas City thing. I think Ryan Poles is smart enough to know that that's uh, not the way to go. None of his moves since have indicated that he's trying to replicate that here. But the Philadelphia blueprint is definitely interesting. Walter here with the super chat, $5. The Eagles made the blueprint on how to build a team, and a 12-year-old should be able to follow it. Bears Let's get this right. I, I'm Walter. That's kind of tall. It, it, it is not. It it ain't going to be that easy. But if you do go back two years ago, two years ago the Eagles finished up four eleven and one, and they moved on late in the year from Carson Wentz to Jalen Hurts playing. He's completing passes at a fifty percent clip, very similar to how Justin Fields started out his career. And then the Eagles went and made some unbelievable trades, um, starting with Carson Wentz, and they made another great trade with the Saints, getting tons of picks, which they spun into A.J. Brown. They moved up to get Devontae Smith, two, two you know, enormous options for Jalen Hurts, and they also had stud offensive linemen that the Bears don't have. So all of that. But, but, the, but I just think you can look at it. They were 4-11-1 two years ago. They started out – what will be next year for the Bears at two and five? They were two, so seven games into next season, which is you know if things go the way Carmen Vitelli thinks they're going to go for the Bears, start slow. The Eagles were two and five, and that's when they figured out, hey, the best thing we have is our ground game. Let's win by running the football. They did that. They got in the playoffs at nine and eight, and then now here they are, one year later in the Super Bowl, consensus best team in the NFL. So, the, I mean, it happened pretty damn fast. And they also they hired Nick Sirianni, unheralded OC from Indianapolis, 
I don't, I don't know if would you say unheralded for Matt Eberflus? Um, Slightly heralded. Yeah, barely I actually, heralded. I would actually say Flus was getting more head coaching attention over a longer period of time than the, the identification of Sirianni was a tremendous job. Good for them. And Sirianni had the remember his first press conference. Oh yeah, he had the weirdest. It was just yeah. it was it was. I mean, he was babbling. I mean, like it's I'm, hard to lose the first presser. I mean, he, he did. He lost it like he got he smoked. He lost yeah. ninety nine to nothing. Um, but I mean, Howie Roseman just he he, he literally. Car- I want to point out it wasn't it hasn't been perfect either. This is a team that drafted Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson. There you go. Not even on the team anymore, Jalen Rager. He's in Minnesota. Yep. I, I, I mean, they, they have not made – I think they went down the Russell Wilson road too. and and Luck's it, a part of it. You know, which shows you that they were not necessarily all in on Jalen Hurts, but they, but they catered to Jalen Hurts, and Jalen Hurts, to his credit, has rewarded him. Um, and I think – Mahomes rightly will win the MVP this year, but Jalen Hurts completely should be in the discussion. If you want to make that argument, I'm here to listen to it. I think it's completely valid. I do think at the end of the day, Mahomes was was the best player in the league, the most important, but or most valuable. But uh, I I I think what excites me if the Bears are trying to replicate the the Eagles model here, it's because I fully believe in it. But it also scares me because they're so far away right now. Is the line of scrimmage? Yep, both sides. Build a dominant O line. Build a dominant defensive line. Find all the depth you could possibly get. I mean, this team's signing Dominican Sue late in the year because he's just a big, massive human being who somehow got bigger. Doesn't make any sense, and he's just like a rotational dude getting in there. You know, it. That's where these games are won. You have to have a dominant O-line and D-line. I think that's the route the Bears are going to eventually get themselves into this year. But they, they're they so far away, specifically in those two areas. Which is partly how the Eagles went about it. They traded Carson Wentz. They got a 2021 third-round pick, a 2022 conditional first-round pick. If Wentz played 75% of the snaps, it would get a first-round pick. For whatever reason, the Colts went out and played them 75% of the snaps, so they got that first-round pick. But then they made that trade with the Saints. They traded their 22 first-round pick, number 16, and their 19, and their, and a sixth-round pick that they picked up for an offensive lineman. And they got the 18th pick, a 22 third-round pick, a 22 seventh-round pick, a first-round pick in 24, and a second-round pick. They spun that. They ended up spinning that. They get they got AJ Brown for the first round pick in eighteen and a third rounder. So they went out and and, and they drafted Devonte Smith. So they they turned the Wentz trade and then a Saints trade with moving around picks into Devonte Smith, AJ Brown, Kyron Kyron Johnson, a first round pick this year and a second round pick next year. So they did it in a bunch of ways. They got more picks. They went and got players. They they were bold and moving on. Not, it wasn't even bold. You had to move on. But they they didn't they didn't they didn't uh, decide that you know oh, wait let's see if we can squeeze something out of Carson Wentz going for it. No, let's punt. So they were aggressive in a lot of different ways. And they went from four eleven and one to nine and eight to the Super Bowl. And this, and this is the second time since twenty seventeen. They've been seven and nine or nine and seven in five of the eight seasons. They've had one bad year at four and eleven, and they've had two Super Bowl years. Pretty well, good run. And a lot of people in the comments are correctly pointing out that they, they've been able to use a lot of their early round picks on 
wide receivers and not necessarily those D linemen and O linemen because they've done such a good job of developing. You know, they draft O linemen later, turn them into, you know, studs that are there for 10 years. And, and that speaks to Braxton Jones, maybe. Like, it, 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 yeah. it's about drafting and developing. And I don't know that Braxton Jones is going to become, you know, an all pro left tackle. But when you look at the Eagles, it's possible to develop these guys. Um, you know, just look at Jason Kelsey, six-round pick. Right. Like 12 years ago at this point. And, and He's just an absolute stud. So you can find linemen later and develop it, develop them. And that's what – it can't just be about the early picks. It's got to be about the later picks too and turning them into something. Well, and for the Braxton Jones part, yeah, it wasn't perfect, but the biggest issue with Braxton Jones is that he just needs to get stronger, which is something you can do. So I can't imagine the Bears are going to, and you can, what Adam was talking about at the start of the show, when you can go in the free agent draft board and see everybody that's out there and we take our best swings at whether or not this is somebody the Bears would consider. I would be shocked if they were going to go out and, and pay huge money for a left tackle when you have a guy who you're not paying at all, who had the season that he had and has the attitude that he has, he's going to get better. I would bet on Braxton Jones, not all my money, but a good chunk of it. Like that, I think that's a fair, I think that's a pretty safe gamble for the bears going forward, considering their needs everywhere else. Well, it's, um, I like the blueprint. I like and I, and it's unbelievable. The Eagles also have a top ten draft pick this year. Yeah, they have two first round picks this yeah. year. It's, it's which shows it's you an that, embarrassment of riches, man. Yeah, yeah. which you, you wheel and deal in the right way. Like they traded up to get Devonta Smith, but that's because they had draft capital to do so, and then they end up trading back the year prior. I think the year after they and was, they were the the Olave trade last year, right? That's where yep. how they ended up with the top ten pick. I think that's the Saints pick. So they're willing to trade back. Saints jump up for Olave. Now they have a top. Now they might win the Super Bowl and have a top ten pick. Well, it, Howie Roseman's really just you, you, really good. You you got to be smart and you got to get lucky all at the same time. But they, they took you. They took calculated swings, and it's really it's it is similar to. It's this is what Ryan Poles has to do right now. We've, we've talked about it ad nauseum, but the, the, the most excited I got over the weekend was when I was reading that Houston absolutely is expected to move up to, num- to number one. That they, 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 they have to get that pick. According to who? Warren Sapp? It wasn't Warren Sapp. No, no, no. It was, a, it was, it was not Warren Sapp. It was a legit outlet. I forget where I read it. My bad. I should, I should have should give credit. But regardless, if you can make that deal with the, with the Texans and get a bunch – and then maybe you make one more deal. Maybe the Colts, uh, maybe you let somebody jump the Colts. Maybe you go, you trade with Carolina and Frank Reich, who's back there, and he just has to have his quarterback. And so now you've, you've got, maybe you've got number nine this year, and you've got a first-round pick next year, and you've got maybe, you, who knows how many picks you can turn this into. And then you either use the picks or you do exactly what, what the Eagles did. You move up to guys and make reasonable plays because we need – hey, listen, A.J. Brown's going to cost us this. He's going to be our number one wide receiver. We need one. We, we got to do it. Bang, bang. But the, the difference with the Eagles to the Bears, they, they, are, they were better up front than the Bears are right now. So that's how they how addressed both sides is going to be 
that's what they got to figure out. They got to figure it out. And they're on a bit of a ticking clock because they. That's the other you thing. You know, Jalen Hurts entered the situation at a time when the Eagles are ready to go, and the Bears are not. Their quarterback's already entering year three, so that's a big part of this. All right, a uh, couple super chats before we get out of here and end the show. Four ninety nine from our guy Chris Pagero. Uh, Fields' stats next year will be north of three thousand passing, twenty five or more TDs, and seven hundred rushing yards. I can feel it. I love the podcast, guys. Love the optimism, Chris. Um, Those numbers very similar to Jalen Hurts' numbers, who also yeah. rushed for seven hundred. And sometimes I feel like I'm in a time capsule because I remember those super chats popping up like in April last year or two as expectations. And they were like, yeah, maybe we kind of talk ourselves <laughs> into it. And then it's like, oh, yeah, but he plays for the Bears. Uh, Austin, $5. So I'm like 37 minutes behind. Karm is my man. Stop living in La La Lulu land and come back to Earth. <laughs> hey, Austin, I'm going to live where I live. And... You know, la la lulu, la la lulu land, whatever you want to call it. I got, I got dreams, I got hopes, I got beliefs, all going on. So, no apologies. Sportsmanship, sportsmanship. Yes, I'm, I'm in on. favor of it. So it's, it's unbelievable that I got to climb up so far uphill. You, oh come on, Carm. Lie, cheat, steal. Do whatever you can to win in life. That's how this is. That's what they're coached to do. <laughs> The reason you're getting clowned on that take is because Devonta Smith was not lie, cheating, or stealing. Yes, he was. <laughs> Doing what he's being told to. It's good coaching. That's right. Like, what the Houston Astros did is l- cheating. Yeah. Having a 50-50 ball that may have grazed the ground and not getting up and telling the referee you didn't catch it is the not at all the same thing. Okay, I, I want to end on something else if I don't, if we don't, if you don't mind. Please can, can, do. Can you? Yes. And you're, you're not going to love this one either. Oh God! But I'm hearing from all over the place that rules are rules, and just because Patrick Mahomes got hit at that point in the game, it's the, it's the same as it is in the first quarter. No, it isn't. If you turn right on red at two in the morning and no cars are around, you absolutely you should you should do that, and it would be ridiculous if you didn't. If you turn right on red at 7:30 on the Michigan Avenue and somebody nearly cracks into you, you deserve a ticket. There are different points in time. That when you are when you are blowing your whistle that is going to decide the football game. It really should be a play that impacted the football game, not something that just broke the rules. So I think there is a huge... Now, that call needs to be made in the second quarter because we're going to protect the quarterback. But in a moment where the he's not trying to hurt... Joseph Asai wasn't trying to hurt Patrick Mahomes. He's trying to make a tackle on the biggest play of the game, and he went a little too far, and he's probably still crying about it. But it should matter at what point in the game it is. It, it, it's not all the same. I just want it to be called the same, like, between the two teams. Yeah, can you imagine the hate they get if they don't call that? Yeah. I mean, he was five feet out of bounds. Yeah, it's been a penalty all year. It's a quarterback. I, uh, my issue is that they didn't call the one on Joe Burrow, like, five minutes before. He got roughed. They didn't call it. They didn't call uh, the, they, the, they, the, the, the touchy, touchy 
pass interference they called on the Bengals did not get called on the Chiefs. They they didn't call the block in the back on the punt right before that. There was a blatant block in the back. There were holding penalties on that same Patrick Mahomes play that they didn't call. Do and you, they were calling them on the Bengals the whole game. The, the spots. Did anyone pay attention to the spots the Bengals were getting? There were like three separate times in that game where they clearly were across the first down line and they marked it like a half yard short. Jim Nance was like, hey, and there's a first down for the Bengals. And then they'd cut to a replay and they'd come back and he'd be like, actually, it's not a first down. Yep. And, and it happened the whole game. So Chris Jones was lined up in the neutral zone the entire football game, and they didn't call it a single time. Go back and watch the All-22. I swear you'll see it. One time the Bengals coaches were even on the sideline going, like with the lines judge. He's off sides. He's off. They're at the line of scrimmage. He's off sides, and they, they never called it. I'm so uh, – thank you for underlining all of that. And I and – it was the whole game. Right. And, and Chiefs fans like, see, well, we didn't win the Super Bowl because D. Ford was lined off in the neutral. They shouldn't have called that either. Don't call that. And by the way, I think the Chiefs were the better team. I think the right team won the game, I'm, after all that being said. I'm not, but I don't know how anybody could objectively watch that game and thought the officiating was not atrocious. Healthy Justin Fields, I think they're better, but give credit to the Chiefs' defense. Justin what? Fields. Healthy Patrick Mahomes. It's Freudian slip. Healthy <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, I, I think the Chiefs are the better team. I thought, but I mean, the Chiefs were kind of in control the whole game. Really? When, when, the, when, the, when, when Joe Burrow's got the football and it's a tie game and they're going down, it feels like the Bengals are going to win? Well, towards the end, and I think the at Boomer Esiason said something on Parkin's show this week that really stuck with me because he's like, I had the same injury, and you can shoot that thing up pregame, and it'll feel pretty good for three quarters, but the f- it doesn't last the whole game. And I thought you saw in the fourth quarter Mahomes starting to limp a little bit more, well, yeah, and you could tell that it was wearing off. And I, that was the one moment where I'm like, maybe the Bengals can pull this off. But I really felt like the Chiefs, from start to finish, were in control of that football game. Fair enough. Let me ask you one thing about the refs, and then we can go. Do you think, logically, we don't think that, that we were fixing the game because we wanted Kansas City in the Super Bowl, right? We don't think that the NFL would do something that dumb, right? I don't think they do. So then you're getting every call or more calls. Is that what actually is home field advantage? Because the officials just know that that call is going to be way more popular and they're going to get more love in the moment. And somehow, some way, they're, they're not doing it intentionally, but there's some level of unconsciousness that they're just getting these calls. They're, 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 the Chiefs are getting more calls because it's, it's an easier call for the official to make right there. They're oh, going to hear think less. that's 100% a thing. Yeah. That the home team and the crowd influence officiating a little bit. Yeah, but that's completely different than fixing it. For I'm the, not saying – yeah. well, well, a lot of people think that game was – I mean, I saw all over well, Twitter. I, I'm going to say the same thing I said last week. I do not think the NFL is rigged, but games like that one are why people do. Right. And there was a lot of money on the Bengals' side. Like 63% or something was on the Bengals' side, and there was way that third down thing where they just like what replayed was the whole what? play. What that was unbelievable. You could do a whole show on that. I still don't understand. What I, happened. I mean, that was the most suspicious thing I've ever seen in my life. Ever. We didn't have the clock set right. Who cares what the clock was? Figure out what the clock what, what should be right now. You're giving him another down. You're just going to replay it because the clock wasn't set right? Are you out of your – that was that, – uh, that. And then they called P.I. right after right. that. Right, and, and, and don't which was, you – Which was the touchy one. Wasn't, right. that, wasn't right. that the one that was like barely – His hand was around his waist. And even, and even Gene Steratore was like, I don't know, I'm looking for more of a – like an actual rip around there to actually call that. that right, right. right. Th- th- those th- – that like 90 seconds of that game were like – 
what part? What are we watching? Here? Right, right. What part of you just completely screwed that team and gave them another down to play that you're not calling that right there? They're going to give them the benefit of the doubt. No, pass interference. Dude, one finger salute. If anything, that's where you usually see the makeup call. Right. Like in basketball, they would have called the touchiest foul ever on the other team to make right for their, their blatantly wrong <sighs> thing that they did. And also, if you technically did, did stop the play correctly because the clock was wrong, why did it take you that long to figure it out? Another great you know what question. I mean? like, why did it question. take until the snap for them to realize the clock was running? Right. Like right. you can't tell me that the officials didn't screw something up there. I, I I I have a thing with officials though. I just want to call myself out here. Like I, I, I need to calm down. I don't know, but I just no one's paying to see you ref. Maybe it's my own authority issues. I don't know. But get out of the way. Like I I, I, I have You are not out of the way. That you are so in the way. You yeah. are so all over. Meanwhile, though, Carm wants every play stopped to get everything correct. <laughs> no, I don't, so not if this, that didn't bring on, this whole show not, first full circle, I don't know what, what could have. It's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about people. You want Alex from the I want, sportsmanship commercial yeah, I to do, own I, up to everything. I do. I do. I do. What's up, Alex? Whoever, you know came, what? whoever wrote you that commercial. You know what, Mr. Referee? I held that guy really badly, and you didn't see it. I think you should drop your yellow flag on the ground because I held him. Yeah. Okay, holding and 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 catching footballs is is different, but I I hear what you're saying. Um, we'll be back. Daniel, appreciate you being here. Thanks for watching. I need lunch too. Um, we're out of here. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue at the Calm Reminder. The next three days, we will not be here at noon. Six o'clock shows. Of course, we got Bears after dark tonight, but. Um, Nick down there at the Senior Bowl. We're going to be recapping all the action. Remember, Luke Getze is coaching that for one of the teams. Um, so we have you covered all week long with Senior Bowl recaps, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And um, I'm, re I'm ready to go. I'm excited. Draft A lot of draft talk this week. Super exciting two weeks uh, coming up here. And thanks for everybody for playing today. And those databases are live for you to check out for our diehards. AllCHGO.com is where you can find the link. If you're not a diehard, go sign up. AllCHGO.com slash diehard. One of your many perks. But we have full NFL draft databases and free agency databases for you to, to kind of follow along the work we're doing behind the scenes to keep us prepped and get you all that great information. So we're giving access to, to our diehards to do that with us and uh, really excited about that. Yep. So go check it out right now. Shout, shout out to the diehards. We love you, brother. We're out of here. We'll be back tomorrow again, 6 o'clock tomorrow night. Talk to you then.